his approach to business. It was a creative solution to a sticky problem. It was rooted in data, it was ambitious, and it was prankish to boot. The company line on Page's ascension is that it does not mark any effort to fix something at Google. After all, the company reported stellar earnings the day it announced that Page would replace Eric Schmidt. It generated more than $29 billion in revenue in 2010 and 24% annual growth. Page has been part of what has been an unusual but effective ruling troika with Schmidt and fellow co-founder Sergey Brin. And yet Page is becoming CEO at a crucial inflection point in Google's history. The company is beset by rivals everywhere, Apple and Facebook, both of which are closing off chunks of Internet activity beyond Google's reach, Amazon, Microsoft, Netflix, and others that compete fiercely against it in multiple markets, and even the U.S., the E.U., and other governments that want to curtail Google's ambition. Lately, Google has had more and more public whiffs. See Google Wave, Google Buzz, Google TV. It's true that Page is not stepping into a dire situation as Steve Jobs did at Apple in 1997. Page doesn't need to be a turnaround artist. Yet he has to do something potentially harder, make changes to a winning formula in the face of intense scrutiny when momentum appears to be against him. To borrow a sports aphorism, winning your first championship is easy compared with trying to repeat. To outsiders, Page might seem an odd choice to be CEO. He's personally reserved, unabashedly geeky, and said to be introverted. We won't be seeing him keynoting A-list conferences with grand vision statements or sitting down for intimate conversations with the press. Google declined to make him available for this article. But after talking to high-level Google executives who work closely with Page, as well as ex-Googlers and other outside observers, a picture begins to emerge of how the search company will change under him. Here's our seven-part guide to the Google of today and tomorrow. 1. A little top-down leadership goes a long way. Every few months, an unmarked delivery truck rolls onto the Google campus and pulls up to Building 44, home to the team behind the Android mobile operating system. A couple dozen giddy engineers gather on the lawn to greet the van. As its cargo door rolls up, they use their company-provided Nexus One smartphones to photograph Android's next good luck charm, an enormous plastic sculpture of a dessert. The first such creation, an SUV-sized frosted cupcake, was installed outside Building 44 in the spring of 2009 to celebrate the release of Android 1.5, codename Cupcake. Since then, the cupcake has been joined by a donut, an eclair, a bowl of frozen yogurt, and a ten-foot-tall gingerbread man. By the time you read this, a massive honeycomb may have joined the Sweets Brigade, each confection marking, in alphabetical order, a major milestone in Google's mobile computing business. One could chalk up the sweet tooth sculptures as quintessentially googly, huge, quirky, and indulgent of employees' whims. Yet the fun-loving facade masks a quiet, surprising transformation within the company. For much of its early life, Google reveled in its bottom-up culture— The governing philosophy was, let's hire lots of really smart people and let them do whatever they want, says Brian Kenish, a Google engineer from 2003 to late 2010. Employees, especially engineers, were given unparalleled leeway in deciding what they wanted to work on and encouraged to use 20% of their time to come up with new ideas. 
The archetypal product of this era was Gmail, which was born when engineer Paul Buchheit hacked it up in a single day in the summer of 2001. He showed the prototype to his colleagues, and when they expressed interest, Buchheit pulled other promising engineers onto his team. This kind of thing happened time and again at Google. Among other products conceived deep within the company's ranks were Google News, Search Suggestions, and AdSense, the contextual advertising system that accounted for nearly $9 billion in revenue in 2010. Kenish, echoing several other former Googlers, adds, This system worked very well until the company reached about 10,000 workers. After that, things started to break down. Google now has 24,000 employees and plans to hire another 6,000 in 2011. Android represents a new order, one that Page, who has long played a role in product strategy, will accelerate.